Hello, and thank you for downloading We'll Let You Know, the comedy panel show where three guests compete in a job interview-style format to see who is the most qualified for this week's job. In this episode, the job they'll be competing for is a beekeeper. Ooh, and yes, that does mean there will be some birds and the bees chat. So, if you are a younger listener, you're about to learn some hard truths about life. Now, you may remember Andrew Smith and Braden Green from the pilot episode, but you will be confused. Who is this new character, Aiden Wang, who's suddenly joining the party? Well, Aiden was also a contestant of the TV show we did, Challenge Accepted. But how well will they do competing for a job as a beekeeper? Well, we'll let you know. McFadden and welcome to We'll Let You Know, the comedy panel show where three guests compete in a job interview style format to see who is the most qualified for this week's job. We'll be taking the interviewees through a number of point scoring rounds. At the end of the show, we'll add up the scores and the winner will be told they've won the job. As for the others, we just tell them we'll let you know. This week I'll be interviewing Braden Green, a radio school student. Hello. Andrew Smith, a musical theatre school student. G'day. And Aiden Wang, with playing age 14 to 21. Howdy. So, guys, are you nervous for this interview? Um, yeah, you could say so. Aiden, you nervous? Or how about you, Andrew? Oh, I'm feeling all right. Well, we'll see how the interview goes, depending. Uh, Braden, are you nervous? I'm a little nervous because I've forgotten what job interview I've rocked up to. Oh, that can always <laughs> be a problem. It's happened to me a lot. Uh, do people usually get... Nervous before interviews? Do you guys get nervous or are you pretty cool and confident and collected? I mean, I've been pretty lucky in my time. The couple, the handful of jobs I've had have always been fairly low key and it's like I've known the person interviewing me. So it's been a fairly low stress situation. That doesn't really sound like an interview. That just sounds like a catch up with friends. Yeah, it was quite not very formal, but you know, if you, it's, what, <laughs> it's who you know, not what these days. So. He's got connections, this guy. <laughs> I, I, I do remember getting quite nervous in a job interview once. I went for a newspaper job and I had no idea the interview was going to be in the boardroom. And as someone who's never set foot in a boardroom before, ever, it is quite a harrowing experience when you see every um, photo of the editor since like the early 1900s there and it's been in the same family and they're just staring at you while you're talking at the chief editor of this newspaper. It is terrifying just seeing all those eyes on you. How about you, Aiden? Do you get nervous before interviews? I've only actually had just one job interview despite, despite having like three jobs. I've only been interviewed once. Wow. Yeah, and that was for a retail job too. But no, that was fine because I, I knew what to say. I've researched a company. Did you arrive early for it? Is, what do people think about arriving early for job interviews? I've definitely done too far being early. How early were you? Uh, a day early. <laughs> 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 no, I misheard him on the phone. I only had it on the phone and I thought he said Thursday, but he actually said the 4th, which ended up being the Friday, <laughs> the day after. But, you know, punctual, to if be, not 24 that, hours punctual. That, that's a better situation than rocking up a day after the interview because you didn't hear the d- date correctly. I mean, I was probably just lucky anyone was in the office when I got there. <laughs> as, for you, as for your question, I've always been 10 to 15 minutes early, all right? If, to me, you're on time, you're late. But if you're early, if you're earlier than fifteen minutes, then you're just coming off a bit desperate or a bit, you know, you know what I mean. You're it's I'm a desperate. bit. <laughs> you're incredibly desperate. You may I'm as well so camp. You may as well just camped outside of the thing. I mean, I pretty much did. <laughs> I'd say I'd agree with the fifteen to ten. I mean, I aspire to come fifteen to ten, but my time anxiousness always gets me there like forty-five minutes early. So what do you do for the next few minutes? I just sit there. <laughs> just sit in your car and your phone. Yep, I just I've go over that. all the answers. It'd be a bad one if the people interviewing you just walked out and went, he's bloody keen, isn't he? <laughs> always oh, really definitely. nervous he's not even walking in. How about you, Andrew? <laughs> yeah, I've always been an advocate of on time is late, so I'm usually around the five or ten minute mark, you know. Well, we've met the contestants, <laughs> but what's the job I hear you ask? Well, this week the contestants will be competing for 
the job of a beekeeper. Yes, to beekeep or not to beekeep, that be the question. Whether it is nobler in the hive to suffer the stings of yellows in outrageous costumes, or take smoke against them and by opposing them, put them to sleep. Aye, that be the ode to bees. Nice. I appreciate that as a Shakespeare fan. I appreciate that. <laughs> yes, the ancient position of beekeeper, also known as honey farmer, apiarist, or apiculturalist. This is the position you're competing for today. If successful, you'll join the only profession where smoking is encouraged, and it isn't weird to be caught licking your fingers at work. You'll be applying for the role of beekeeper slash hive ambassador slash legend at Manuka Honey Farm. We're often asked at Manuka Honey, why is it so expensive? The answer is simple. It's to pay for Manuka. Responsibilities will include being well-mannered and presentable, excellent customer service, and of course, keeping bees. If you think you have what it takes, give us a buzz now. Aiden, have you ever kept a bee before? No, I haven't. I've actually not been stung by one either, so I don't know if I'm allergic to bees or not. Only well, one way to find out. Yeah, do you have one here? Like a live <laughs> bee? I think I can hear it just over there. <laughs> oh, oh, it's flown away, it's flown away. Ah, damn. Brayden, have you ever kept a bee before? I don't keep bees, but my girlfriend does. They do on their property and everything, and we get, like, fresh honey. We've done, like, creamed honey before, and there's nothing better than getting, like, real honey straight out of the hive. It's awesome like spinner obviously and everything like that but i've even seen like techniques right where you don't even need smoke you actually just walk up and you pull like the the honeycomb out and you can actually because it's fresh honeycomb you can actually just bite it and you can do it as well you may piss off all the the worker bees have a mouthful <laughs> of wax but yeah you can do that and this new farming technique that they've created how about you Andrew, have you ever kept a bee before? No, I have never kept a bee before, so this is going to be a new experience. Do you have any experience with bees at all? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> have you seen not. a bee before? Yes, believe it or not. You've seen a bee before. So we've got seen a bee before. I've seen a bee before. Seen a bee before. I've flicked a bee before. Flicked a bee before. Can we go any higher than flicked a bee before? <laughs> What was that? You went to go say something. I was going to say. Or better not. I was going to say, like, I've squashed a bee, but, you know, it's probably not the right vibe. You squashed a bee. I mean, that is not the caring attitude that we want. In That's this. exactly right. Excellent. I'm starting All right. off on the wrong foot. So no points for Andrew. <laughs> well, now you know what you're applying for. We better test out your skills. And our first round is, what's the buzz? In this round, we'll be testing your communication skills, specifically with bees. In this round, I'll be getting you to buzz slash hum the tune as as many songs as you can in 90 seconds. You'll get points if you identify the song being hummed or if your buzzing is identified. So first, we'll start off with you, Brayden. You have your list in front of you. Yep. All right, everyone listening, see if you can identify these songs. All right, your time starts now. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. Oh, come on. Waterloo? Yeah. Correct. Waterloo by ABBA. Buzz, 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 buzz. Singing in the rain? Yes. Correct. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. That's the Mozart thing. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it's Buzz, 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 buzz. Think more B. Buzz, 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 buzz. Beethoven's Yes, Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. Correct. I'm going to pass that next one because I've never heard of the song. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. This is quite hard one to buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. I'm going to skip to the next one. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, buzz, buzz. I mean, that is your time, but I'll let you guess if you've if anyone's got that. I was really getting into that one. Buzz, 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 
Buzz, buzz. very familiar. Buzz, 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 buzz. That was Dr. Jones by ABBA. Oh. Uh, I've never heard of that. That's not what I was thinking. I've never heard of Dr. Jones by Aqua. No. What Uh, kind of child did you have? uh, Not a very good one, I think he's of a different generation (laughs) to us. Uh, The one that you didn't get back there was the William Tell Overture. What? And and don't worry, be happy. And don't worry, be happy. Oh. Yes, you skipped over that one as well. Uh, and, uh, I did that one. I did do one. Don't worry, be happy. But no one got it. <laughs> it sounded familiar. I just wasn't sure. Did you do the William Taylor show? I didn't hear it. It's the, sec- it's the second one. I did. That was hard. That was the hardest one for me. Yeah, it was a hard one to listen to as well. <laughs> yeah, I don't really I know that. I don't know one that off by heart. The others are new off by heart. Yeah, I was trying to. Yeah, that's what I should have done. I was trying to remind myself of it as I'm going. I'm like, this is really freaking hard. The next we go on to Iden. 90 seconds, and your time starts now. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 I actually don't remember the melody for that one. So I'm just going to pass. You're doing really well. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. That's probably not the right one. It's very close. Buzz, 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 buzz. I don't know. Buzz, 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 and that is your time, I'm afraid. So what ones did you miss? You missed Honey Honey from ABBA, Mumbo Number 5, Suicide is Painless from The Mash Theme. But very well done. You got quite a few past, I think. And you had a trick. You had a tricky one there with the people guessing mainly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. All right, Andrew, are you ready? Let's hope so. You have ninety seconds. Your time starts now. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. This is really good, by the way. This is actually really good. That was spot on. That was buzz on. Let's go. Buzz, 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 buzz. I don't think they're gonna get it. They look the blank expressions. Buzz, 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 buzz. Again, I know it. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, pass. You're passing. You're passing. Buzz, 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 buzz. This one's really hard. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. Skip it. I'm thinking of a Barbie song, but I don't think that's it. I get your way off. Good thinking, Barbie. Buzz, 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 buzz. Oh no! Keep going. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Buzz, buzz, buzz. I'll let you keep going. Buzz, 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 buzz. Keep going. Do it again. Buzz, 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 buzz. Oh, I can think of the. I can think of the beat. Um, it's that Saturday night 
the the no, no it's not. Never mind. Not, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. What is it? All right, I'll put everyone out of their misery. That was "Shake It Off" by Taylor Swift. Oh, oh wow! Uh-huh. Uh, what other ones did you miss? You skipped "Who Let the Dogs Out," "Sugar Sugar," duh, 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 by the Archies. Oh, <laughs> damn it! And Alexander Hamilton from Hamilton. Okay. That was a tough one, Andrew. I'm really one. sorry about <laughs> that. I might have been able to guess that, but I understand. But you yeah. definitely couldn't hum it. I couldn't hum it. <laughs> All right. Do we want to do another round? Yeah, go on. We need some yeah, points. All right, Brayton, your turn. You have 90 seconds. Your time starts now. Buzz, buzz. Somewhere over the rainbow. Oh, he's <laughs> well, got it. Yeah. Got it. When he gets that was it, fixed. he got it. I'm, I'm skipping over the second one. I have no idea what it is. Buzz, 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 bubba, bubba, buzz, bubba. Buzz, 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 buzz. Come on, Ozzy, come, come on. Yeah. Oh, oh dude. So <laughs> Can I keep trying on that yeah, one? Yeah, keep going. They're going to get it. Buzz, 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 buzz. Girls just want to have fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's got it. He's got it. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. Actually, really good. Buzz, 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 buzz. Karma chameleon. Yes. Buzz, 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 buzz. Opa gambling side. Yes. You're gonna roll. Buzz, 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 uh, didn't know Britney Spears toxic. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's the only two you oh. missed. Very well done. I'm very proud of you there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have a can moment for Brayden. Can I have a <laughs> Yeah, I Brain should have asked. Uh, is anyone asthmatic? Brayden wants this? to cough. <laughs> All right, Aiden, we're up to you. You okay. have 90 seconds. Your time starts now. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. Always on the bright side of life. Correct. Well done. Um, I'm going to skip that one because I actually don't know the melody for that one. Uh, <laughs> buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 Another one, buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. And I burned this whole thing damn thing down. Ah, what is it? Is it bulletproof? Nope. Matter on the dance floor? Yes! Matter on the dance floor! Buzz, 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 buzz. Keep going. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. That's your time, but I'll let you guess it because I'm sure Braden's going to get this once his brain works. Can you just give me a hint for it? I'll give you a clue. It's a classic Australian song. Buzz, 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 buzz. Men, men, men at work down under. Yeah. Men at work, nice. Oh. Men down under. Correct. 
Uh, I'll give you that, even though it was well outside the time. So what ones did you miss there? Happy by Pharrell Williams. Yes. Uh, Andrew, you have 90 seconds. Time starts now. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Bohemian buzz, Rhapsody? Buzz. Yes. <laughs> Buzz, 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 Yes, correct. I think doing the hand is a bit of a cheat, but keep going. It's an audio podcast. I'll never know. Buzz, 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 buzz. I don't know the melody for that. That's close enough. I think they're going to get it. You might need a bit more. Buzz, 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 buzz. I'm going to skip that. Okay. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> if you knew the song, it was pretty good. Buzz, 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 Yes. Buzz, 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 buzz. Never going to give you all the... Correct. And I'm out of songs. <laughs> now, you did skip a few I there. Skipped. Do you want to try? No. <laughs> right. I don't think so. No, I don't know. Six, seven, I don't know, seven of those. Uh, <laughs> How about you do it for us, Ash? Yeah, right. I'll do the one that <laughs> started, but he couldn't finish. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 you can't kiss uh, Andrew before you start. Yeah, the, the, what does the fox say? Yes, correct. Oh, uh, I don't think Andrew should get the point for that one, but I'm giving <laughs> no, you the know point. What? That's fair enough. Is that fair enough for everyone? <laughs> yeah. And that's time up, I'm afraid. <laughs> you gave up a little early. <laughs> you turned into, you went from B to mozzie in that. <laughs> I mean, if you can tell the difference, you're definitely lining yourself up for a good career in beekeeping. <laughs> All right, at the end of that round, this is exciting. Sharing 10 points in second place is Andrew and Braden, but way out in front. With 17 points, <laughs> is Aiden Wang. Woo. I think that deserves a round of applause if anything does. How are we going to catch that up? It's well, good thing you asked because now it's time for <laughs> round two. It's not what you know, it's who you know. And this week we'll be looking for people you know keeps bees. I'll be reading out celebrities. You just buzz in and tell me whether they are an apiarist or a napierist. Points for correct answers. <laughs> Points off for incorrect answers. So apiarist or napier? Apiarist or napiarist? <laughs> or just say, I don't think they keep bees. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Your names are your buzzers, and they sound like... Braden. And Andrew. All right. Are we ready? So our first apiarist or napiarist is Alan Sugar. Andrew. Apiarist. Alan Sugar is not an apiarist. <laughs> Continuing my trend of last episode. My <laughs> God. <laughs> Bear Grylls. Apiarist, Braden. No, Napierist. And in fact, is allergic to bee stings. Beyonce, Queen Bee herself. Braden, Apiarist. She is a beekeeper. She has two hives. She got them to feed her daughter honey because of its healing properties. Bono from U2. Braden, Apiarist. Not a beekeeper, I'm afraid. Britney Spears. Aiden, not a beekeeper. Correct. And she is, in fact, allergic to bees. Cardi B. <laughs> Andrew, napierist. Correct. Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Someone's got to... Andrew, <laughs> napierist. Correct, but she does have bees in the trap. Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth. From the family of Hemsworth. Brighton. Napierist. He is a beekeeper. Started keeping bees during the pandemic. Will Smith. Andrew. He's an apiarist, isn't he? No, he's not. Yes. Apiarist. <laughs> you need to pick one before. Apiarist. <laughs> no, he's allergic uh, to bee stings. Oh. Jean Bon Jovi. Brighton. Napierist. 
John Bon Jovi is a beekeeper. Not only does he love bees, but he reportedly says he loves the tax exemptions that the land that produce agricultural revenues such as honey brings you. There's the old loophole. Yep. Leonardo DiCaprio. Andrew. Apiarist. Correct. He was introduced to beekeeping by his mother's boyfriend. He does it to relieve stress from acting. Mel B from the Spice Girls. Braden. No, purist. Correct. Not a beekeeper. <laughs> Come Please. on, you chicken Iden. <laughs> I'm just like disassociated <laughs> at this point. I'm just like, hmm. Just, just enjoying hovering above everyone with this point. Correct. Doesn't want to risk <laughs> that is correct. Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers, also known as Mike B. Andrew. Apiarus. Correct. He has a backyard apiary with 200,000 insects. He calls his bees the fleas bees. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Obama. Braden. No purist. <laughs> she is a beekeeper. During her time as first lady, she oversaw the installation of bees to the White House. Wait, is she still a beekeeper though? Well, once a beekeeper, always a beekeeper <laughs> in this instance. Morgan Freeman. Andrew, a purist. Correct, is a beekeeper. Turned his 126-acre ranch in Mississippi into a bee haven. He has said that he does not need bee protection when working around bees because he resonates and becomes one with the bees. A little fact for you, to you there. <laughs> that is such an actor thing to say. <laughs> yes, I just feel the character of bees and they don't sting me. It's method. Scarlett Johansson. Iden. No bees. <laughs> is a beekeeper. Was given bees as a gift on her wedding day from Samuel L. Jackson. She uses the honey as organic beauty treatment. Samuel L. Jackson. Iden. Yes. Jeff Bees. No, he's no. not a beekeeper. <laughs> the classic two question uh, setup. Just gave it as a present once. Wow. <laughs> but he had to be, so he would still be a beekeeper because he had to keep it with him to give to her. I don't think he was actually he the, kept Was it. he the bee middleman? Yeah. Like, did he, from the apiary to the He was the delivery. He was the Yeah, he was the delivery guy in that situation. It. You mean he was still bee delivery guy? No, Stop. I don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> okay, now. If you're not into that sort of puns, you shouldn't really be here. Okay, Paul McCartney. Iden. Yes, bees? Got no bees. <laughs> Yes, Ringo bees. Starr. Braden. Yes, bees. No bees. Oh. <laughs> oh, they're the Beatles. So they have Beatles, not bees. Sting from the police. <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> Napierist. Napierist is correct, but he is patron to a beekeeping charity. Sting got his name in college due to him always wearing a striped black and yellow sweater. Little fun little fact for people there. <laughs> All right, last question is for everyone to guess, and it's guess the odd one out. Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, and Rupert Grint. Oh, that's right, so we all so guess we're all going to guess yeah. guess the odd one out. And also, for a bonus point, are they apiast or an apiast? Rupert Grint, and I'm going to go apiarist. Do you think the other two are napierists? What do you think, Hayden? Um, I think Emma Watson is the no bees lady. Emma Watson is a napierist. The other two have bees. Maybe. You know, just for variety, I'm going to go Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> and say napierist. A napierist. Interesting. Well, Brayden, you're the only one to get it right. Rupert Ooh. Grint is a beekeeper. He got into bees after Potter. The other two do not keep bees, so I'm afraid you do not get the points there. So uh, points to be off fair, for both I of did you. say that Emma Watson... Wait, was a Napier, like no bees. But you so have to spit I. the odd one out and whether yeah. there are bees. Ah, okay. Around. Now we all understand the question <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you're, which, right, you're right. Which brings us to the end of that round. And boy, have the scores <laughs> changed. <laughs> Brayden, you're on nine. Yep. Andrew, 12, and Iden, 13. Oh, nice. wow, that's actually pretty close. Yeah. It's pretty close. Speaking of celebrity and beast, do you want to hear a really fun bee fact uh, that I just realised? I love how the host is not saying this. <laughs> no, I want to hear this fact. Let's go. All right, so you know how worker bees are females and only female worker bees have stingers? So in the movie, bee movie, the male have stingers and they're the one that goes out to work. So they're trans, and the B-movie said trans rights. And that's my fun fact. The fun fact is yes. Jerry Seinfeld wrote <laughs> <them>. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld said 
Yes to trans. So bees, yes so, bees trans. <laughs> <laughs> so male bees can't sting? No. So male bees are practically useless. They're only there to mate with the females. And during the winter time, the female bees kick them out of the hive to starve and die because they're useless. They don't do, do any they, work. they at least collect the pollen? No, they don't. Only female worker bees do. So literally the only purpose of the male bee is to mate with the queen. Oh, okay. To make more I, bees. I, I literally thought there was more. I thought there was only one female bee. There was only allowed to be one queen. Cause oh, no. no queen, well, there is queen. only allowed to be one queen, but yeah. like just, 90%, 90% of the bees are female worker bees. So they're the one that pollinate and... If this is true, Aiden's got the job because I, mean, I know nothing. <laughs> He's def- definitely displaying the most bee knowledge there. Excellent. Have an extra point, Aiden. Why not? What? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> all right. Round three is all about the birds and the bees. In this round, we'll be testing your knowledge of being a beekeeper and getting buzzy in the bedroom. In this round, I want you to tell us the things you can say as a beekeeper and in the bedroom. We'll start off with Brayden. Careful of the hives. Oh yeah, that's the sweet spot. <laughs> Do I have to wear this costume? Do you mind if I smoke? Should it be that sticky? I'll need protection. Don't worry, don't worry. It, it's it's sterile. <laughs> 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 I've never seen so many people embarrassed. <laughs> Uh, should it sting like that? <laughs> I feel some swelling where I was bitten. <laughs> I have never had sex in my entire life. What? <laughs> you can say that. You can say that. <laughs> you know, it would just make a, for a very weird awkward um, conversation starter as a beekeeper. But if you're in a bedroom and you have, you're worried a woman and you're about to do it, you can be honest with her. Heart to heart, and you say, "I've never had sex in my actually, life." Actually, that is a very important point. We all need to get across that that you can actually be a hundred percent honest when you're in the bedroom, exactly, and when you're a beekeeper, exactly. Well. <laughs> you might get funny looks, but hey, it's a it's a conversation re- starter. Like <laughs> none of this small talk. All right. <laughs> oh, she's a keeper. <laughs> Lay back and think of the queen. I didn't know they were so fuzzy. Wait a minute. Should there be that many holes? <laughs> absolutely disgusting. <laughs> if you go in with the right intention, it won't hurt you. Just put a bit of ice on it, you'll be fine. Am I meant to go really red after this is done? All right, are we done? It's all dry down there. (laughs) Anyone got any more? (laughs) (laughs) Go on then, suck it all up. We're done. from that. <laughs> I think my favourite was Aiden's <laughs> <laughs> so many questions that I don't want answered. <laughs> Point to Aiden. <laughs> and to the listeners, I would like to apologize for that round. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> apologize. That's very good. Very good. Round four. Can you believe it? Is the name of the round. Can you believe it? In this round, we'll be testing our interviewees' abilities to use smoke screens and bluff their opponents. I have given them the synopsis to a B-grade film to read out. They will have to hide it amongst two false B-grade films. Points will go to anyone who can spot the true B-grade and for the inventiveness of the false B-grade films. So we'll be starting with you, Brayden. Okay. Title, Jack and Joanne. The plot. Can two science teachers have chemistry? Or will the jocks take over their love and the school? The tagline, smart versus bronze. With in the... Oh, whoops, misread that bit. Sorry, I'll do that part again. Tagline, smart versus bronze. Who will win the ultimate match of love? Rotten Tomatoes gave it 15%. Shh. 
Sharktopias. A human-made sea monster hybrid terrorizes holidaymakers in Mexico. The tagline, half shark, half octopus. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Do that big again. Tagline, half shark, half octopus. All killer. Rotten Tomatoes gave it 24%. Croczilla. When a crocodile hunters bag their record catch, they never knew what they would awaken. The tagline, untamable. Rotten Tomatoes gave it 29%. All right, what do we all think? I didn't. I've already forgotten all of the titles. <laughs> right. I'm going to be honest with you. You might have to go through the titles again. So you had Jack and Joanne. Sharktopius. Sharktopius Croczilla. and Croczilla. Mm. <laughs> I think I'll guess Jack and Joanne. I'm going to go with that You're going to go jo- Jack and Joanne? Arden? Arden? You have, to, you have to pick one. I know. Uh, Croczilla, I guess. I'm going to go Croczilla. All right. Well, <coughs> and... Oh. Well done, oh. Brayden. Oh. You <laughs> snuck them both past. Well done. Yep. It was actually Sharktopus. I thought it was quite <laughs> obvious when he obviously <laughs> mispronounced it. In the star. Uh, from 2010, the inspiration for this film was meant to be based on a Caribbean legend of half shark, half octopus, no... Oh, Octopus. <laughs> you know, you're right. It is actually hard to pronounce. Yeah. <laughs> half shark, half octopus monster known as the Lucia. All right, next we come to Aiden. Okay. Uh, okay. Title, Hell on Wheels. Plot, a sentient smart car exacts revenge on an oil company after its owner perishes in a factory fire. Uh, What am I reading again? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You wrote it. <laughs> I oh, did giddy. not. That's the real question. <laughs> Do you have to read the trivia in Rotten Tomatoes? No, I just read the oh, name okay. and the plot if you like. Yeah, uh, Rotten Tomatoes give it gave it thirty two percent. That's not too bad. Uh, Cry Baby plot: A babysitter finds her soulmate in the form of a thirteen year old boy. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a twenty two percent, and the. Tagline is, sometimes age is just a number. Mm. Uh, title, Revenge of the Red Baron. Plot, the ghost of a World War I fighter possesses a model airplane to exact revenge on his killer. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 62%. Okay. What do people want to go for? Uh, do you want to just read the names out again? Yes. So we have Hell on Wheels, Cry Baby, and Revenge of the Baron. Oh, I'm sorry. Revenge of the Red Baron. I'm going to say Revenge of the Red Baron. I agree, Revenge of the Red Baron as well. Correct, nice. both of you. Point each. Uh, Revenge of the Red Baron is from 1994. The tagline is, The last war to be waged, not for honour of nations, but for the love of family. And here's a bit of trivia for you. It stars Tobey Maguire pre-Spider-Man. There we go. Nice bit of trivia there. (laughs) So next we come to Andrew. Okay. So my first film, uh, Kyle and Kevin Save the World, which was released in 2013. Uh, News reporter Kyle Murray becomes Earth's last hope after a global blackout results in the disappearance of 99% of the human race. He sets off to document the crisis and search for answers with his parrot, Kevin. The tagline, it's KK versus the world. The next film, Attack of the 50-Foot Cheerleader, released in 2012. The plot, aspiring college cheerleader takes experimental drug that grants her beauty and enough athletic ability to make the cheer squad. The drug has an unforeseen side effect. She starts to grow and grow and grow. The tagline, look at the size of those (laughs) pom-poms. The next film, Who, which was released in 2007. Uh, plot, Lena Soren opens a gift from her spouse, Travis, and Lena knows her life will never be the same again. Lena's behaviour becomes increasingly erratic as she tries to unravel the significance of the gifts, gift, all whilst battling to cope with dementia. The tagline, don't remember. Oh, all very good. Mm. I wouldn't be wanting to guess this one. So do you want to read through the names of those titles just again to remind everyone? I can do that. So we had Kyle and Kevin Save the World. Attack of the 50-foot cheerleader and who? I'm going to go who. I want to say attack of the 50-foot cheerleader. 
You want to say it or are you going to I'm say saying it? that. <laughs> excellent, excellent. So, sorry, Brady. And Aiden, very well done. Thank you. Point for you there. I think I have actually seen it. <laughs> oh. No one was no. expecting that. That's why it sounded familiar. I was like, wait a minute. That yeah, creates even more questions. <laughs> Here's a bit of trivia for you. It was filmed in 3D. <laughs> Is it, was go. it the old glasses that you had to put on with like the red and the blue? Well, it's 2012, mm. so it's probably the polarizing ones. Oh, I'm not going to lie. I was quite happy with the trivia that I wrote for Who because I wrote that a review said, like dementia, this was forgettable. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. He goes into details and that's what you need to do. Do we want to do another round? Yes. I think we do. <laughs> All right. Brayden, you're up. The first move. The Day of the Dolphin. A scientist trains dolphins to communicate with humans, but two get stolen and trained to assassinate the President of the United States. <laughs> Tagline. Unwittingly, he trained a dolphin to kill the President of the United States. Rotten Tomatoes gave it 42%. The next movie, Bear Man. A lonely hermit finds the family he so desperately desires in the form of grizzly bears, only to have the humans hunt them down. The tagline, Mother Nature's child she never knew she wanted. Rotten Tomatoes gave it 16%. (laughs) The final movie, Game Land. A sad nerd finds solace in the one thing he was good at, gaming one day he sets the ultimate high score allowing him to enter the gaming universe can he be the king of gameland and rule the world the tagline one nerd one controller one king to rule all rotten tomatoes 27 percent well i'm really impressed by all of those i'm going to give you a bonus point straight off the bat they're all very (laughs) impressive i think All right, Aiden. Uh, do you want to go through the names of them again, just so we can remember? Well, I'll do it, not Aiden. <laughs> Aiden, do you want to do it? Ah. I it, it was the Day of the Dolphin, Bear Man, and Game Land. Ooh, Aiden, which one do you want to go for? I want to say. Have you seen? Any? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Game Land, but uh, I want to say Bear Man. Bear Man. I'm gonna go Bear Man as well. Uh, Damn. Both ah, incorrect. A well uh, bonus point <laughs> for Braden. Very well done. That was excellently well played. Are you telling me there's a career in writing B grade movies? <laughs> <laughs> At least the synopsis is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we move to Aiden. Wait, what was the actual thing? Oh, the actual yeah. one. <laughs> Maybe that was important. Maybe you <laughs> want to know that. The actual one was The Day of the Dolphin from oh. 1973. Damn. I can't believe this got 42%, in my humble opinion, even though I've never seen the film. (laughs) A dolphin that assassinates the President (laughs) of the United States. Stupidest film I've ever heard of. In our opinion. In our opinion. Please don't see us. On the last day of filming, the dolphin actors escaped and never returned. Good. There's a a trivia for you. Good. (laughs) All right. Aiden, you're up. Okay. Uh... Title, Robot Dogs, 2012. Plot, it's about dogs, which are robots produced in Japan for disabled children. Rotten Tomatoes gave it 76%, and the tagline is, how much is that doggy in the window? Samurai Cop. Plot, it's about a cop who is also a samurai. Rotten Tomatoes gave it 47%. Tagline is, you have the right to remain silent. Dead silent. Love me tender. Plot. The unlikely friendship between a man and his pet chicken starts a revolt against fast food giant KFC. (laughs) Rotten Tomatoes gave it 71% and the tagline is it's finger licking good. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You know what? That deserves a point straight off because they are all brilliant. So what do people want to guess? Do you want to reel off the names of your films again? Yes. Samurai Cop, Love Me Tender and Robot Dogs. I'm going to go Samurai Cop. I'm also going to go Samurai Cop. Samurai Cop. Well, you're both correct. Yeah. Hell yeah. A point for both of you there. I think your problem there was, Aiden, that your scores were way too high for B-grade films. That is honestly 70%. fair enough. Is that where it went wrong? <laughs> uh, some trivia for Samurai Cop. There is a sequel, Samurai Cop 2, <laughs> Deadly Vengeance. All right. Last one. Andrew. 
Okay, so we have Tammy and the T-Rex, released in 1994. An evil scientist implants a brain into a robotic dinosaur. It escapes and goes on the run with his understandably bemused girlfriend, Tammy. The tagline, he's the coolest pet in town. Next, we have Kansas Showdown. At the annual Kansas Fair, Billy is bullied by three kids from his school. He turns to Karina, the fortune teller, for advice. The tagline, fortune favours the brave. And the final film, Barry's Wild Christmas, released in 1997. Barry is planning a peaceful Christmas by himself when six children suddenly appear on his doorstep claiming to be his long-lost children. An evening of heartfelt discussion results in a surprising revelation. The tagline, I thought I was sterile. Oh, that's really hard. I'm going to go that last one. Can you go through, go go through, through the, the list titles again? again? So we had Tammy and the T-Rex, Kansas Showdown, and Barry's Wild Christmas. Barry's Wild Christmas for me. I want to say can't eat um, <laughs> Tammy and T-Rex. Oh. <laughs> and correct. Oh. Iden, you got it. Tammy and the T-Rex. It was written in three weeks. The idea, <laughs> the idea for this film came because they had access to a full-size T-Rex animatronic. Also, the stuntman was bitten by a jaguar during filming. Good <laughs> film. That, that I really <laughs> want to check that one out now. That was a good. That, that was a good little tactic there, Andrew. Of thinking of a Christmas film, I thought no one's going to be able to think of a Christmas <laughs> film. There are so many B-grade Christmas films. You wait for the Christmas special, guys. Have you seen Home Alone three? Like. <laughs> I'm going to say that's false. That can't be real. Right? <laughs> At the end of that round, the points are even closer than they were before for some people. Andrew and Brayden tying for second place with 14 points, but Iden way out in front with 18. How did I get that? <laughs> we can chase that down. We can chase that down. Well, you have one final round to do it, which is do you have any questions for us? Yes, we're nearly at the end of the show, which means the end of the interview. So before we go, we have time for just one more round. Do you have any questions for us? This week I'll be giving you the setup to a bee joke and you just tell me the punchline. What do bees say when they come back to the hive? Hi, honey, honey I'm, I'm home. home. Correct. I think you all said it simultaneously. I'll be honest. I didn't get in for that one. So. All right. You didn't say anything. <laughs> no, I didn't you know say what? It. You get a point just for your honesty. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right. What do bees do to celebrate moving to a new hive? This is actually just Ash's new stand-up routine that he's doing next week. Yeah, give me some feedback. I need a tight five. <laughs> Sorry, can you repeat that? What do bees do to celebrate moving into a new hive? Smoke. <laughs> Where'd we go? No idea. A house swarming. Uh, All right. Okay. What do you get if you cross a bee with a doorbell? What do you get if you cross uh, a bee with Brayden, a doorbell? An annoying buzzing sound. Nice. I like that you're trying, but not quite. Sting dong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good. I'm going to give it to you anyway. <laughs> what was it? A humdinger. <laughs> what the hell is a humdinger? Mine was better. It, it, <laughs> it, really it was. genuinely was. <laughs> What's another name for a wasp? <laughs> I was like, is that a joke or is that like a trivia? This is a genuine question. Oh, no. okay. What's another name for a wasp? Hornet? You're taking it too seriously. Uh, yeah, you're taking <laughs> yeah. it way too seriously. It's a wannabe. I feel like this round might be cut from there. <laughs> what do you call a bee's bad hair day? A buzz cut? I mean, it's on the right track, so I might as well give it to you because <laughs> no one else is buzzing <laughs> in for these. It's a frisbee. Oh. oh. Okay. What type of bee is hard to understand? A bumblebee? Really close. A mumblebee. Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Damn. <laughs> what do you call a clumsy bee? Stumblebee. <laughs> yes, <correct. laughs> wow. What do bees chew? What? what sorry. What? what do bees chew? They're behind. <laughs> Too much information there. <laughs> <laughs> what the bees chew? To biggie co? Biscuit? It's a lot simpler than that, guys. Honey. Bumblegum? <laughs> yes! <laughs> Bumblegum! <laughs> what do you call a bee that's returned from the dead? 
Zombie? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> this is my favorite one. <laughs> what kind of bees make milk? Boobies. <laughs> <laughs> Why are bees good in advertising? They got good stingers. I don't know. <laughs> very close. Very close. They have a buzz about them. Ooh, right word, but no. They know the buzzwords? Yes! Oh, come on! <laughs> what do you call a bee that works in politics? Be your, be your, be, be your crap. Be your crap. Politician. <laughs> yes, politician is correct, Andrew. A politician. Where did Noah keep his bees? In the archive? Yes, correct! Uh, Why do bees have sticky hair? Full of wax? Because they comb it? Honeycomb it? <laughs> they use a honeycomb. <laughs> and last one. Why did the bees start a union? <laughs> I mean, if you get this, I'm going to be very impressed. <laughs> give it a go. Because they believe in fair work. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I'm tempted to give it to you, but I want it more close to the answer. Say it again, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> why, did, why did the bees start a union? They're sick of the queen. Oh, another they very good answer. Democracy. B B B B B B B B B B B. They wanted a beater life. That's a very good answer. I think I'll just give it to Braden because that's close enough, and I can't be bothered anymore. <laughs> <laughs> What's the answer? They wanted more honey and shorter working flowers. Oh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I would, yes, I would have been impressed if anyone got that. Which brings us to the final scores. Let's see who's bringing home the sweet, sweet honey. In a sticky situation in third place with 16 points is Braden Green. Bumbling into second on 22 points is Andrew, but Queen Bee in first place, Aiden with 23 points. There's only one point <laughs> in it in the end. <laughs> Congratulations to our successful applicant, Aiden. As for Braden and Andrew... I'm going to have to ask you to buzz off. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> I'm got not going down that route. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long show. It's I think we all want to go home. It's okay, Brayden. You just need to believe in yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Ashley McFadden, and you've been listening to We'll Let You Know. with Brayden Green, Andrew Smith and Aiden Wang. It was written, performed and produced by me, Ashley McFadden. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time on We'll Let You Know! We'll Let You Know was a smashed gnome production. This was a Smashed Gnome production.